Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 68. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. We're here each and every week, my friends, to give you the latest and greatest in technology tools, tips, and help to make you more proficient, productive, and profitable in your small to medium-sized business. Yeah, that's what we do. That's how we roll. That's how we roll, yo. Uh, you know, Cliff, the less, uh, the more, uh, I should say, the more non-white you try to sound, the more white you sound. I have the same, I have the same problem. There we go. It was painfully obvious that we are Midwestern dudes. There we go. Right. So anyway, hey, um, Andy, I want to just say that I am very excited about some new technology that I've got kicking over here. Listen to that. I got kicking over here. Uh, <laughs> you can say kicking. That's okay. Can I say kicking? All right. Because uh, they have like kicking country. So that's okay. All right, good. So anyway, I'm I'm actually I'm digging some new technology here at gspn.tv and podcastanswerman.com and I cannot believe I held off this long that I have put this thing off um and 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 I don't know why because I'm every you listen to Business Tech Weekly, you hear me say you get what you pay for, you know, and yeah. and things are important and if things are important, you pay for them. Why is that? That if I have an internet-based business, where my entire business is based upon having people have access to my website, mm-hmm. then why is it that I have a problem paying more than $7 a month for web hosting? You don't anymore. I don't anymore. Oh, right. Anyway, I am so excited to have a brand new web hosting solution and and um, I talked a little bit about it at the end of Podcast Answer Man, um, episode 196, but I'll be happy to talk about it here as much as you want to talk about it, Andy. But uh, I just I just want to say, go ahead. Well, I'd I love for you to frame it, and you don't have to frame it, but I'd love for you to frame it for why, why shared hosting is, well, why the $7 a month works for some people and why other people should just jump right ahead and avoid the headaches you had. Sure. That, that's what I think would be most helpful to our audience because a lot of them, you know, seven seven bucks a month or Bluehost, whatever, that's fine for them. Absolutely. But, but if it's not going to be in six months or twelve months, I want to know why I should bite the bullet and, and jump into what is inevitable. Well, if so, it's anyway. if it's twelve months, then and and you here's the deal: I, if you have a website which is is basically just running a blog. And and pay, maybe hosting some podcast show notes, you know, and and that's that's really the main function of your site. And perhaps you generally have maybe a hundred or so people a month, maybe even as much as two or three hundred people a month coming to your website and checking it out on a weekly basis. Chances are there's there's no reason for you to even consider going anything more than a shared hosting account. I mean, why pay? You know, fifty, hundred, two hundred dollars a month for something where you can actually go and get it for seven bucks a month and 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 have uh, you know pretty decent reliability. 
Mm-hmm. And again, when I say pretty decent reliability, we're talking, you know, 99.9% uptime, which, by the way, 99.9% uptime still says that you could be down a couple hours each month. Sure. <laughs> if you yeah. if, if you do the if you do the math. Um, yeah. So so the thing is, is that with shared hosting, uh, you are probably going to experience maybe as much as three or four times a month where your site will be down about 15 to 25 minutes. That's something you could, I would say, expect. Now, in a in a in the best case scenario, you could have uh, experiences like I've had over the last five years, where on share, shared hosting you go eighteen months and you've never noticed your site down, not even for a single minute. Yeah, that's me. Okay. Then what happens? And of course, the it, the longer you're with shared hosting, the more often the you know the more apt you're going to be facing this soon is that you know perhaps that P, that server that computer that you're on has got some hardware that's beginning to fail that it hasn't quite failed yet but sporadically it's giving issues and they can't tell what piece of hardware that's causing the problem mm-hmm. and and then all of a sudden your site goes down and they go and reset the server for you and it's and it seems to fix it and then all of a sudden it does it again a couple of days later that's when you run start to run into a little bit of an issue and if they can't troubleshoot and find out what's causing that to happen right away, you could be dealing with this for several days, if not a couple weeks. And I ran into that several times. Now, again, if I was just a standard blog, a podcast, you know, that my site was just hosting a bunch of show notes for my podcast episodes, not a big deal. But Andy, when, when I've got hundreds of people who have paid hundreds of dollars for yeah. digital video products... That they're uh, that they need to access that I have available on my website, I need them to be able to have it, and I cannot have my site be down for five hours in one day. So, explain to me or clarify for me then: is the problem, and maybe it's both, visitors, traffic, or is it the content, meaning the the bandwidth? I mean, maybe that's the same thing, but. Is it that there's too much going on, or is it just a hardware issue on their end? You know what I'm saying? For I can tell you right now, for me, it's not been uh, it's not been a bandwidth issue, and it has okay. not been hard. Well, I don't. I, well, actually, I will say that it's been hardware on my on my end. Um, they they have some kind of piece of networking hardware that you know that's going that's going bad on my on that was going bad on my bluehost server and they weren't okay. able to diagnose and troubleshoot exactly and pinpoint where the problem was yet i was still having sp- sporadic issues and stuff like that so, so that's a bluehost and when we say that and, and again to clarify for those who don't understand I, I i said something today to my client and he said i have no idea what you just said i was talking about hosting or something and uh to clarify we're talking about a physical piece of equipment in utah right yes I mean, we're talking about when we talk about hosting and all that. that we're, they have a problem with their hardware at their location. Yep. So that's one. That's one possible issue. Yep. Right. Exactly. Okay. And see, the thing is, is that now they in a shared hosting and all these hosting companies, you, you know, they have all these different computers in a rack, and they can take your account and move it from one server and put it on another server. Mm-hmm. And then basically you have a different IP address, but the thing is, is your site is still up and running. No big deal whatsoever. They can even change it to where it forwards automatically to the new server when incoming traffic comes in. No big deal. The only thing is, is um, all of these different, uh, all of these different places out there um, have different rules and stuff like that. And Bluehost has a no move policy. 
saying that, you know what, we don't want to just move you to another server. Certainly there's some kind of issue going on here. We'd rather work out the details and try to troubleshoot and get this server that we have you on and lots of other people. We want to get it fixed. We want to work on it. Well, the thing is, is that just doesn't work when you have a business that is based around your website. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the the issue is is not just always bandwidth and the amount of traffic coming to your site, but it could be hardware issues. But then it's also what's the policy and service, customer service like for the company that you're hosting with. Now, I want to say in all fairness to Bluehost that I am not upset with Bluehost. I always got exactly what I paid for with them. And, and that's not a dig against them. You know, I paid f- seven bucks a month. Uh, actually, when I renewed, I actually paid more because it was it's more expensive the second year, but it's not a whole lot more. But still, I got what I paid for. I pay I paid for shared hosting, knowing that I was going to split a server with somebody else, knowing that you know that they're trying. You know, th- these are their policies. Yeah, the it's thing, their business model. Got it. Exactly. The thing is, is now what I experienced over the last thirty days is the most extreme case you could have with Bluehost. Mm-hmm. And there that's nothing that they I mean they have no control over that at all. You know, they 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 don't. The only control well, the hardware though. The hardware they'd have. No, they have, over. they have no control over when a piece of hardware goes bad. Well, I mean, they have no control over that. I agree I, I agree but they can fix it more quickly. No, right? not not if they can't tell which piece of the hardware is actually failing. All right. So if okay. if because you have a if there some there have been times when there a certain piece of hardware is failing but it's not failing all the time it's mm-hmm. going bad but not bad all the time so what would this happened to me a lot with GoDaddy where I would call my website was down for twenty minutes and then the next thing they you know the next thing I know I finally get customer service on the phone and my site's up and running and they say ah oh, no I'm we don't see any problem it looks great. You're, and I'm like, yeah, you're right, but it's down. And, and then I hang up, and then you know, 45 minutes later, my site's down again. I get them on the phone, it's up again. And and mm. so they they don't have any control over that. They can't figure out. Well, until we see it happening, we can't really know what's going on and really diagnose this thing. So some of those things are out of their control. But no. what what is in their control is that they could immediately, if once I start experiencing, let's say three weeks ago when I was my site was down for five hours. They could yeah. say, you know what? Wow, we need to move. Yes, we were, we've been down for five hours. We know that you've reported several outages. Let us go ahead and migrate you over to a new server. We'll continue to work on this. And of course, you know there are probably you know forty other accounts that are on there that are hosting blogs that nobody ever even noticed that they were down because they don't get a lot of traffic anyway. Um, you know, they can continue to diagnose that and move me over to somebody to another server, and it would be no problem at all. And I could probably go another eighteen months without any issue. Yeah. But in Bluehost, they have a no move policy, meaning that they won't move you to another server. Now, after I actually, you know, went back and forth with them a couple times, and and I said, you you understand that I've, you know, in the last six months, I've sent you eighty new clients, and here's the links to all of them. And you've paid me $65 commission for each one of them. Uh, you do realize that, you know, I'm I'm considering moving to another hosting provider. And if you don't move me, I'm going to tell everybody that went under and I'm going to tell them I've moved to somewhere else and why I've moved. And right. uh, they said, well, you know, we still we'd rather tr- troubleshoot this. And so the very next day I contacted a, a new hosting provider and I moved. And I wrote them back the next day and said, hey, please cancel my account. I'd like a full refund of my you know, renewal year. And they said, oh, well, you know what? We've been looking at your ticket. We've decided to go ahead and migrate you over. And I said, I don't think you read my email. 
I'm already off of your servers. <laughs> yeah. So, so did your new host help you with the move? Dude, I am telling you what. I, by the way, the the new host I'm I'm with, they're they're the name of the company is Servant, and it's uh it's not like you know Servant like very, you know it's very Christian. Of it's you. not a very Christian. <laughs> I, I don't know if they are a Christian organization no, I, or not, but anyway, it's Serve I N T, so S E R V I N T. Um, oh my gosh, are they amazing? They are out of this world awesome. By the way, uh, because Bluehost has a C panel. Uh, which, yeah. by the way, you couldn't do this just as easily from GoDaddy over to Servant. But because Bluehost has a cPanel, the customer service over there, they said, if you, you know, we take care, we'll, we will migrate you over. And uh, yes, Jonathan, that is, yes, yeah, Servant.net. And if anybody wants, if anybody decides to sign up, I do have an affiliate over at PodcastAnswerMan.com. There's a little button over there. But uh, anyway, the thing is, though, this, this, I called them, I actually asked them, tons and tons of questions and i was just thoroughly impressed with everything they said and they said listen here's the deal with us we're you know our monthly fees aren't seven bucks a month but with us our policy is we do not get off the phone with you until your problem is fixed Mm. that we will do anything and everything to solve your problem he says listen you know and and if he says if your server starts giving you an issue and stuff like that and you request us to move you to another server, your sis- your account will be moved to another server immediately. You know, that's a little different than Bluehost. That's a little different than Bluehost. It's and again, I think a part of it is you know, that's that's the setup they have. I don't, I don't know if they could afford to do that for all the people, but I, I think what you're doing, and this is kind of the fun part of <laughs> having you have to go through these headaches, is, you know, if and when that headache starts to happen to me, I go, wait a minute, this smells a lot like and sounds a lot like and feels a lot like what cliff was going through instead of trying to hang on to a a sinking ship you know it's better just to move one so do you have any sense cliff of of when you would tell people to to move yes absolutely and maybe you've already said that but but no no no, i'll answer it okay so, so here's the deal. When do you move? Okay, here's the situation. If you have a shared hosting account and you come to your website or you get reports of people trying to go to your website and it says database error, site cannot be found, or you know, or uh, a server not available, those kind of things. That's where your your webs your the computer that your your site is hosted on is is hosed. It's it's not working. Well, first and foremost, contact your support department and see if they can't get it up and running within 15 to 20 minutes of you reporting. If they do, no problem at all. Everything's good. You call them. If that happens once every other month, probably not a big deal for about 95% of the people out there. Mm -hmm. If it happens consistently over and over again, uh, and, and that happens to you a couple times in the same month, I think it's it's time for you to ask number one will you please migrate me to another server? If they mm-hmm. say no, it's immediately time for you to, to, to think about going somewhere else if your site is that important to you. Now, if you are, and, and, and man, I tell you what, I, I definitely believe this strongly. If you are creating digital products where you are charging people as much as $100 to have access, ongoing access to a video training product on your website, right? Your website should not be down for 15 minutes and on any day of the month. Right. 
And so I would say if you're selling things and you're and you have you're building a business around your website and that business needs to that site needs to be up there to to give access to the things that people have already paid you for, then then you should not be on you should not be on shared hosting. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I've learned. I learned it the hard way. Now here's the deal. I've not had one of my clients complain or argue or give me a hard time. But I'll tell you what, man, when my site's down for five hours and I know that these people have paid, I just can't it just bothers me to think that sure. they can't access it for five hours. Absolutely. It's like having a subscription to a or a membership to a gym and you know, you accidentally lock everybody out for five hours. Yeah. You know, will they understand? Sure they'll understand. But, you know, does it make you feel good? Does it give them, you know, you want to wow people. You want to deliver and over-deliver on your promises. And and part of that is just having the right equipment and the right systems in place. So which package did you end up going with, if I can ask? I went with a VPS, which is virtual private server. I still All share, right. I'm still on a computer that, that has other accounts on it. But here's the difference between shared hosting and virtual private servers. In virtual private servers... Um, let's just say if, a, if that computer has eight gigabytes of RAM, I'm paying to have one, let's say, you know, one gigabyte of that RAM devoted just to me. Okay. I can, my account will never be able to use more than one gig of that RAM and the other accounts on there will never be able to use more than their allotted gig of that RAM. So if they all of a sudden send 50,000 people to their site, once they get up to their gigabyte limit, that's when their site's going to start giving some errors saying, I'm sorry, we can't reach the database. The computer can't pull it up right now. And they're going to get errors. But it won't shut down my server. Whereas, for example, if I was on a, on a, on a shared hosting account and another website that was on my server got 50,000 hits, it shuts us all down. Mm. So yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You're, you're, you're all tied together. So I'm looking at these packages here. They're v, VPS ones. Mm-hmm. And 50 gig storage... When we talk about gig, when we're talking about, I've got a hard, an external hard drive that's 500 gigs, right? Yep. So internal with 160, whatever. So you are purchasing 50 gigs of space, period? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and you can upgrade. Uh, that's the other thing. Now, I did start off with the $50 a month plan with mm-hmm. them, the $50 a month. And here's the situation. Now that I have my account migrated over to them, Um, for me, you know, obviously I'm not going to, my site definitely isn't going to go down because of other people, uh, other people's accounts. I'm protected against that. Right. It's still possible that my site could go down because of a hardware, hardware failure. There's not, again, there's nothing that the company can do to keep pieces of hardware from failing. Mm -hmm. A hard drive is going to go bad. A hard drive is going to go bad. It doesn't matter if you're paying $500 a month or $50 a month or $5 a month. You, if a hard drive goes bad, a hard drive goes bad. It's right. it's what happens when the hard drive goes bad that's different. Mm-hmm. So if if that happens, by golly, I have the thing is is the company can give you better support because you're paying more money for them to actually pay for the support to happen. Yeah, you see, does that make sense? Yeah, well, it's <clears throat> you're paying for different things. I think, and and I think you're paying for more of the guarantee than you are the promise of unlimited. Because also the other problem with that promise is it's not true. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, we, we, we've seen that, you know. So they migrated you, correct? The, yes. And Jonathan says, did they migrate you? And the answer is yes. And how much did they charge? And uh, the answer to that is that it is included with service. It, they right. They did not charge me a penny. And by the way, I signed up for the service on Sunday morning before I left for church. 
I went to church, hung out with my family the entire day, and by the time I got home, my site was active every... I mean, and I'm telling you, I have lots of WordPress installations. I have custom PHP programs. I have every single thing that I had on Bluehost was then on the servant account, and I didn't have to change any internal settings at all. The only thing I needed to do was to go in, to log into GoDaddy and change my DNS to forward over to forward over to my new uh, server uh, over there. And of course, if I didn't your DNS wa- for all your different URLs for my from- yeah for my domains right, and, free, and, free and if I didn't know how to do that, all I would have needed to do was to give them my username and password to GoDaddy, and they would have right. done all of that st- stuff for me as well. Right. So but let I, me go ahead. I'm sorry, but I did it. And I mean, the, the, that was a piece of cake. Yeah, I mean that's click, change, enter. You're good. Yeah. So, so let me ask this question because 50 gigs doesn't sound like a lot, right? But 50 gigs but, is a lot to. Uh, well, here, here's why I say that because people are thinking, well, Cliff, don't you have videos and don't you have a lot of text and pictures and so on and so forth? So, so explain to folks why 50 gigs is enough. 50 gigs is enough because I don't host my MP3 files on my web hosting account. And go. And videos. Videos. Now, the thing is, is my digital product videos, I do host on my account. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I have five gigabytes worth of video digital products on my site. But that's, I mean, how many video, how many products is that? That's uh, like 14 digital products or yeah, something? Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. And, and so I, the reason I wanted to point that out or ask that question is a lot of people might think, well, that just doesn't sound like a lot. You're only getting 50 gigs for 50 bucks a month. And they need to understand, like, well, your site doesn't necessarily have, first, the MP3 files, because those are at Libsyn, right? Yep. yep. And, 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 but you do have some of the video files there to download. So if you purchase one of your products, right, I can download it. Yep. And you have to have that there. But I guess I just wanted to frame for people who might have questions like, well, is that enough? I mean, why do I pay 50 bucks a month or 50 gigs and I've got unlimited for seven? That doesn't, doesn't make sense mathematically. But like you, like we're saying, you're paying for the guarantee. You're paying for the isolated. You know, you're not having to share. It's the same reason some people want to. Some people don't want to live in a twin home. They don't well, want to share a wall with somebody. You know what I mean? And I, to be honest with you, I'm paying for if all of a sudden it's Thursday morning at you know six o'clock a.m. and I go yeah. live at eight thirty, and all of a sudden uh, you know my site's down. I pay for me calling them and saying, "Hey, my site's down," and if it's not up in fifteen minutes. I want you to move me over to another server. Yeah. <laughs> and I get that. <laughs> you know, before and, you and, hang and, up. And, yeah. And, and before I hang up, they promise me that they'll migrate me right over to another server, which, by the way, the migration from Bluehost to uh, Servant took about six hours, but most, uh, uh, like four and a half hours of that was just how slow my server was responding to actually get them the download. But mm-hmm. for them to actually change me from one server to the other one, I yeah. would actually be able to ask them at seven o'clock in the morning, please put me over to on yeah. another account, and they would have me before I before lunch that day. I would be one hundred percent off of that failed hardware and onto a new server. Yeah, you know what's so interesting about this conversation, and <laughs> when you started talking about it, I'm like, I'm gonna by the end of this, I'm gonna end up spending more money. It's one of those episodes that you know I go. This is going to cost me, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, we have those episodes. We talk about something yep. and then we go buy it. You know, I'm like, it's one of those. Um, but here, here's why, because we're, we're talking about the foundation, the found uh, other than your domain name, which you purchased somewhere, right? Yep. I, uh, I, and I have we've all my domains uh, over at GoDaddy. Heard horror stories that people didn't, you know, I've, I've heard at least people didn't renew their domain name, but, 
uh, assuming that you've got that taken care of, right? Uh, this is the next most important thing as it relates to your internet presence. It's not WordPress. It's not Ning or it's not a platform question. It, it is where is your real estate and how solid is that land on which you planted and built your business? You right. know, and that's why this is so, um, this is such a big decision. And that's why I asked the questions about is 50 gigs enough and things like that. Cause it's a, it's the smallest package they have on there. But again, Cliff, just for the same reason that you pay for high rise and you pay for QuickBooks online. And you know, the reasons that we pay for, I pay for fresh books. Why do we pay for these things on a month to month basis? Because they pay for themselves. Period. Yeah, exactly. It's it's another, and it's so cheesy, and we've said it a million times. We're in episode sixty, whatever. It's not an expense; it's an investment. When I sell a digital product that earns me four thousand dollars in a thirty day period of time, why on earth am I having a problem with the idea and the concept of spending fifty dollars to make sure each month to make sure that those you know hundred or so people are able right. to access what they paid me for? Yeah. Well, and I'd say a couple of reasons. One is probably because it hadn't been an issue. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yep. And number two, I don't know that a lot of people talk about um, servant. And, you know, a lot, I, it, just in the circles that I run anyway, uh, most people, they don't, they don't go, oh, yeah, but you don't, don't get shared hosting. You know, because most people's sites just aren't at that stage or their business isn't that reliant in, in, in the way that yours is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and I guess I'm not, you didn't ask for that explanation, but I think it's people are going, why haven't I thought, why haven't we talked about this? Well, cause I just don't think it's been a real need, but as your business has developed in the last 12 months, uh, you know, from cliff for an hour at a time to, I can buy virtual cliff all the way to a to Z, uh, you know, this, this new, this, I, I recorded, uh, my, my endorsement of your a to Z, um, uh, new training program yesterday and I'm reading through, I'm reading through all the stuff you're doing through A to Z. Yeah. And, um, it, it's so funny because it reminded me of, um, it reminded me of, you know, you see all these sites and they say, you're getting thousands of dollars of product for $50 or whatever it is, you know? And they put these numbers on the products that like this, this is worth a hundred dollars and this is worth $107 or whatever. Right. Yep. But the thing is, who says that's how much they cost? And the reality is that's probably not how much they cost ever. They just put a number on them. But what's funny about your A to Z is I'm looking at it and I'm like, yep. Like literally you could just buy A to Z just for the digital products and never go through it. (laughs) Because I know that today that's how much that digital product costs. You know what I'm saying? So the reason I bring that up, Cliff, is because that's how your business has changed. And, And I think people who are listening need to listen for how does this affect my own business? How does it affect the, the, my own traffic? How does this relate? Not This is not a Cliff and Andy show. This is how we can help you, like you said, be profitable, productive, all that good stuff, proficient. You know, So it's something to, to be prepared for so you can avoid the downtimes. You know? Exactly. And I want to I say something else. So, so um, here's the deal. You know, my question is, is this $50 a month plan? Was this going to be enough for me? Because here I'm looking at it. Um, all of a sudden before I had quote unquote unlimited storage with Bluehost and now I've got 50 gigabytes is, is what, I, you know, is what I've got. And of course I have to pay if I want more or I could upgrade to the next monthly plan, which is 75, uh, gigabytes. But anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm limited to 55 gigs. 
here's the other thing. I had unlimited bandwidth te- within limitations, you know, within, you know, whatever. But still, one terabyte is actually my transfer limit on this hosting account. And if I go over one terabyte, I'm billed more. Um, and then, of course, as far as how much RAM is going to be given to my account is 768 megabytes of RAM. And of course, now they do give, they do leave a lot of free RAM. So they don't, they never oversell their servers. They always guarantee you, you're always going to get this amount. And um, like if all of a sudden, if I tweet that says, hey, we're going live right now, it will burst up to 1.5 gigabytes of RAM. So I get a little bit of extra from the reserves that they leave on, on tap on that one. But the question was, is, is this enough for the traffic that I have? Because now, um, you know, I'm not huge into sharing stats and 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 even looking at stats all that often. Even with your co-host, might I? Add. It, exactly. <laughs> but but the thing is, is and I don't think that I ha- I I I don't think I get a lot of website traffic. I get a ton of you know people downloading podcast episodes, but I don't get a lot of website traffic. But GSPN averages about eight thousand unique visitors per month. And uh, Podcast Answer Man gets about uh, 6,000 unique visitors per month. And, you know, you're talking about, you know, 30,000 to 60,000 page views Mm. a month. And so I didn't know if, you know, 760 megabytes of RAM was going to do that. And so I was, uh, here's the thing. I have no context for that. I can't. I know. I I have no idea how much RAM is being assigned to those Bluehost files. And here's the deal. I, I said, you know what? I'm going to try out with the smallest. My, my assumption is that the cheapest uh, VPS solution is probably going to be better than the best solution I have over at Bluehost. That was my assumption. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what. Today, I asked when we, we had uh, 45 people on the site at uh, 8.30 this morning, and I asked all 45 people, do me a favor. I need you to refresh your site four times right now. And by golly, while they were all refreshing, 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 I went over and pulled up the, I actually had five browsers open and I went and refreshed all five browsers and by golly, they all loaded instantly. Right. And, and that is huge because that's, that's what you're talking about. That's what, that's the 768 or whatever that that's controls the refresh rate. It controls how much processing power the computer has. Right. So it's how, but I I get that. It's just funny because it's I've never had this conversation as it relates to, like I get in my RAM. I doubled my RAM on my MacBook Pro. All right, eight screws, pop it out, pop in the RAM, eight more screws in, reboot. There it is. But I I've never had this sort of uh, conversation around my hosting service because it's always unlimited, unlimited, unlimited. You know, you just don't think about it. Right. Yep. And and here's the situation. Worst case scenario was uh, I said, okay, what if what if all of a sudden I sign up for this one terabyte uh, of service? And the thing I I notice is that I'm usually running about 1.3 terabytes per month because of all the digital products that people are buying and all of that stuff. And so I said, well, number one, that it's you know the amount of overage is reasonable, and if we notice this, uh, you'll you'll get warnings. We get warnings. And, uh, you know, we can, you can upgrade to the next package and it's as simple as us just migrating you right up the, up the line. And it doesn't take hardly any time, uh, problem to have. And, and Jonathan's saying, what a sweet problem to have. And that's exactly it. People were asking me, Andy, all of a sudden, what does this mean about Bluehost? Am I going to continue, am I going to continue to refer or recommend Bluehost? 
Absolutely. Bluehost is a great company. That was my first, that's why the whole context of this conversation is, uh, you know, who, who's Bluehost right for and who is Servant right for? And, and I guess we want to, we want to lead people to, and I mean literally physically, like we want to point you to where you should consider going. And we'll go there first <laughs> through either because it's fun or because we've had the pain and we need to go there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in your business, we want people to listen and not hear about what happened yesterday. Uh, we, want, we want people to think about where they can move their business forward. And so that's why we try these new things or we go, we have the growing pains, whatever that might be. So it is kind of a sweet problem to have, but it's still a problem. And I'm glad that you found a solution to it. Andy, I'm at, the, I'm at a place right now where I'm going to tell you right now, I feel 100% confident that I would have no problem paying as much as $200 per month for my hosting account. Mm-hmm. Because it's not an expense. It, it is an investment in the future of my, the continuation of my business. And my business pays for that. And, yeah. and here's the deal. I, I'm, I'm willing, if necessary, to upgrade all the way up to the $200 a month plan. However, and, and, and Tony's saying for $200 a month, you should have dedicated. They do have dedicated uh, products over there. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Solo Express Dedicated starts at $199 a month. So there you go. There you go, Tony. You're... And, and here's the deal. It's managed. Let me say the word. Can I explain to you managed? Because sometimes when you get the the thing is when you have a shared hosting account, it's managed. You have a managed server. That means that they're installing all the operating system. They're upgrading and patching the operating system. They're you know patching and doing all the upgrades of cPanel and all the software that runs all of your stuff. Whenever my SQL comes out with updates, they're updating that and installing it. They're doing backups for you. Oftentimes, when you go to a dedicated or even sometimes even in a VPS solution. Sometimes you actually start to you actually have to do a lot of that administrative work on your server yourself, and wow. every everything every account, that sounds every, like fun every account at Servant is managed, meaning they do all of it. Mm-hmm. So even if you even if I wanted to have a dedicated server, they would actually do all the things on my dedicated server that you know I would normally expect to have done on on a shared hosting account. Meaning that the only thing I need to do is worry about the stuff I put on there. So let me ask this. We haven't really talked about this part of it, but so you have a new hosting account. <clears throat> Excuse me. When you want to do a new site, a new WordPress installation, does it have the sort of same capabilities that Bluehost does where it's like, okay, connect your domain and install WordPress? I mean, what does it look like that, that, when you jump in there? Well, by the way, uh, it, Servant has cPanel, which comes okay. included. And matter okay. of fact, and if you've logged into Bluehost, it's got cPanel as well. Now, see to to be able to do the you know that classic one uh, script or one click install using Superscripts or Fantastico or whatever, that's not inclu- that's not a part of Blueberry. That's something extra that they do include on there uh, over at Bluehost. Um, now, to get Fantastico, if you don't want to actually make create your own user database and and pa- usernames and passwords for your SQL databases and manually install WordPress then I would recommend getting the Fantastico add-on, and it's $12 a year, and I did add that. Okay, so 12 bucks a year, you're going to add that capability to do the one-click WordPress install. Yeah, so w- basically, with, with the $50 a month and the $12 a year, I do have pretty much every single thing that I had with Bluehost, but then a ton more. Beautiful. 
Yeah. I love it. And and I tell you what, I, I'm just, I cannot tell you. Their service is unbelievable. Hey, how's their affiliate commissions? Oh, the affiliate commission works out like this. Now, with Bluehost, I got $65 for each person that signed up. All right? Yeah, yeah. On uh, Servant, I don't get a check. That's that's the bummer uh, because I, I've kind of been I kind of like that getting I, I typically get a check about for a couple hundred dollars a month from Bluehost. Um, and the highest check I got, I think, was almost eight hundred dollars from my affiliate commissions with Servant. Um, it's not a straight out affiliate like what you're what I'm used to. Instead, it's, um, you know, the the credit builds towards your monthly cost. So, for example, as people go and sign up for Servant, chances are I'll never have to pay monthly hosting. Oh, cool. Because what will happen is if you and, – and, and how it works, how much credit you get is you get whatever they pay for their first month of service. That, that's how much credit you get. So if you sign up for the $49 a month plan, I get a $49 credit off my bill. One time. If you sign up for the $129 a month plan, I get $129. So you're going to be telling people you really should get the $200 one and then throttle down from there. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I'm uh, kidding, Cliff. But, but they do have, they do have like for the big enterprise, you know, big business people, they have an $800 plan. So if you need that $800 dedicated solution, oh, they have that. I'm just saying, <laughs> saying. No. but no, seriously, what happens is, is, um, yeah, you, so, and they pay, they actually credit your account after somebody has been signed up for 60 days, which is similar to what Bluehost did. And, uh, but yeah, so for each, whatever you pay for the first month is how much credit I would get as an affiliate commission. And that just goes towards my future bills towards my servant services. And this is a side note. Um, I have found that the worse the host, the higher the commission. (laughs) I used to be part of a a host and their commissions like went up to like $150. And it was like, and I know, I know they know the customer acquisition costs and lifetime customer, whatever, but it was like, 80 bucks a year and like as their service went down and it did that's why I left them mm-hmm. their 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 affiliate rates kept going up and up and up and I was like you know this says something it says that you're like really trying to get people by giving away the farm so yeah. not it, necessarily always true but it was true in that case so be weary exactly but I but just want to say I'm I'm very happy and I hope that that has helped a lot of people Yes, I still think Bluehost will work for probably a well for Podcast Answer Man. When I was talking about Podcast Answer Man in 196, I think Bluehost is probably fine for about 90 to 95 percent of the people who listen to that podcast for the purpose of what that podcast is for. Now, for Business Tech Weekly, I would say Bluehost would probably work for probably about 60 to 75 percent of the people listening to this with no problem at all. I'm glad we're small enough. <laughs> so, so I, but the thing, but the thing is though, is, is, and, and to be honest with you, I, I, right after, right after I finally, you know, told them I, I'm leaving, I've already moved. They might, you know, they were, they had approved a migration over to another account. I will tell you this, Andy, if I would have got migrated over to another hosting or another server at Bluehost, there's a likelihood I would have went the next two years without having a single solitary issue. On right. Bluehost, it's, right. that's a that would have been a possibility, but yeah, but it's a possibility. But the thing is, to know that I'd have to go exactly through what I went through this time to get them to move me to another server, yeah, that it, it's worth fifty dollars a month for me to know that I won't ever have to go through three weeks of begging to get some service to move me to another server if I have a problem. 
Does that make sense? Makes sense to me, my man. Sweet. All right, what else? What's else going on? I, I heard Vimeo's got some cool stuff happening. Yeah, Vimeo rolled out some uh, nice updates for Plus members. Uh, custom URLs for videos, which, you know, if you wanted to, instead of being vimeo.com slash 18773304, you can do vimeo.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft is a stud. You know? You, you could, can, can I say that that just doesn't impress me at all? Well, here's the thing. I think for people that, people that don't want to embed, I, I'm not going to use it. Okay. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't shoot the messenger, Ravenscraft. Okay. I'm okay. Uh, no, I'm not so, I'm I don't, sorry. I, I don't mean think to it's say very, it that way. No, I'm, I'm just giving you junk, man. It's my job. All right. People like our show because I give you junk. I know. Okay. So I got to give you junk every episode. But I don't think it's that impressive. But you know what? It was four. They came out three changes. I'm going to give you all three of them. So that's the first one. All right. Whoopie do. All right. Uh, the second is they uh, they actually have quite a few like full length movies on mm-hmm. Vimeo, and so they have up to five gig. Uh, one-time, you know, single-file uploads. Uh, so if you are a person that has Mongo major files, they've uh, increased that up to five gigs for a single file, which is, again, pretty cool. That's awesome. I, I actually cannot go to Vimeo and kind of cruise around because they have too much cool stuff. It's not like YouTube where you can kind of, like, go and, like, you won't find anything after five minutes you can leave. Like, Vimeo has, like, more of the artsy crowd, so I right. can't really there very much and then the other is they change uh a def- you can change your default to embed your videos in hd whereas it's always been standard uh standard definition uh but you can change your default to be hd and again if you are uh you know, you're doing a lot of video and you use vimeo as your um as your embed option or tool or service then uh, it might be a a helpful thing for you just to click that and then be done with it for the rest of your your uh video uh uh, embedding career very cool and the other thing is is they got rid of the limit on the number of hd video plays for plus members now if i oh, that's, if that's i right. remember yeah. correctly yeah. Yeah, before was it was like five thousand hd plays <laughs> per month and yeah. now it's unlimited and i think what's kind of cool i i don't i don't know the reasons behind it but i'm i'm gonna take a guess that maybe they didn't want to overpromise. maybe some of the stuff wasn't in place but you know, when you talk about unlimited and things like that, I mean, you want to make sure you can keep those promises. And it sounds to me like they put some caps on them, and hopefully their business is going well enough that now they can take the caps off some of those things. And I like to see businesses do that. Uh, you know, you don't have to promise everybody the moon. Uh, you know, just promise us what you can deliver on, and if things change, then then change. So right. I like I like that they kind of step those out bit by bit. Hey, so. hey uh, I just had a thought, and it just disappeared. Oh, oh! I know what I was going to say. Um, a, a, a tool that I've used, I, I, I was referred to this tool from a friend of mine, and uh, I want to tell the world about it right here. Um, Elgato Turbo 3 something or other. Oh, goodness, hold on. I have to, <laughs> what I, are you talking okay, about? Elgato, okay, Elgato Turbo.264 HD. Paid a okay. hundred, I paid 100 bucks for this thing, and it's Awesome. All right. Tell, tell me where to find this thing. What, I don't know what you're talking um, about. Well, is it like just go, electronic pet? What is this thing? It, it, it is a little USB dongle, <laughs> and uh, it is a video converter. So I've been using, okay. let's say if you, I, I, let me give you my workflow previously. It was like I would use ScreenFlow, and then I would use ScreenFlow to uh, convert that, down, you know, to crunch that down to an MOV file that would be, you know, H.264 compliant, and yep. it would uh, 
be the right size and it would be compressed enough to where it would be good for iTunes or for iPods or iPads and all that other stuff and digital products, right? Well, I was taking those MOV files and I was uploading those to Vimeo. And I don't know about you, but man, when Vimeo does something in that conversion process to their format that just destroys the audio quality. Have you noticed that? You know, I, I, I have not noticed it on mine, but I can say I've noticed it on yours because I know the audio quality is better than the videos I've seen. Does exactly. that make sense? Exactly. And, and, and I, and I you, guess... You know, you kind of care about audio quality. I mean, you're... A little bit. Kind of, one of your things. Well, anyway, um, the, the, there are two things. Number one, MOV files don't always work on everybody's everybody's players. You know, you have to have QuickTime and and some other things going on. But .mp4, if as long as you, and I, I don't want to get too geeky into this, but if you have the right wrapper and container, oh, uh, we've totally geeked out, dude. I this know. is a total geek episode. The people who are non-geeks have either turned it off or they're mocking us. All right, so just <laughs> so, go geek, dude. All right. Well, if you don't, if you have the MP4 wrapper slash container around your video and all of that stuff, um, then pretty much at this point, until Google and Chrome and all that other goofballs out there try to switch it all, um, the thing is, though, is MP4 can be played on just about anything. So uh-huh. so I wanted to actually start embedding, uh, encoding into MP4. ScreenFlow does not do that. And so my yeah. only option would have been to actually you know, export as MOV and then you know, I was thinking about using QuickTime Pro to open it up and do save as, and there's some... The two conversions. Exactly. Well, what I decided to do is I, I took the advices of a, a friend of mine, and I got the Turbo.264 HD product from Elgato. And All right, I, tell me where to find this thing. Uh, you just go to Amazon, type in uh, Elgato, E-L-G-A-T-O, and type in Turbo.264 space HD. All right. Anyway, so you, you go get this little USB dongle and it comes with some software. And See. what I do is I go to I go into ScreenFlow. I export the file as a lossless file, meaning that it doesn't do any compression at all. So basically it it's basically just saving the file as a big, huge, whopping gigantic MOV file. All right. Okay. And it and it and it does it pretty quickly because there's no compression necessary. Then I take that MOV file and I pull it and drag it on top of this software and then I tell it to process it as a uh, MP4 file. And it because this little USB drive, it takes a lot of the processing power away from your computer and actually it uses this USB drive somehow if you if it, you allow it to help process that video. And supposedly it's supposed to help, you know, anywhere between two to 10 times faster convert your videos. That doesn't really matter to me as much as the fact that when it is converting them to MP4, it's doing it in a much better way than ScreenFlow was when I was converting it, compressing it to uh, an MOV. Because now when I take the MP4 file and upload it to Vimeo, the audio is pristine. Mm. Gotcha. So it is... I'm trying, it's almost like a, I don't it's know, a, it's it's a video. It's, it's, it's a little video processor. Yeah, it's just interesting. It's like a piece of hardware, which obviously it is, but you just plug it in and it's it does the processing for you. Is mm-hmm. that? Yeah, it kind of. It okay. it helps aid in the process. It's kind of like putting a USB, uh, you know, uh, extra little bit of RAM in there that's devoted to doing nothing gotcha. but processing the video. I don't know enough about it, except to know that it, it, I'm really happy with it. 
Nice. Elgato. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'll tell you what, um, Andy, how much time do you have left, my friend? Uh, I got about five, ten minutes. Okay, so you have some other things planned this afternoon? I do. Okay, cool. I well, do. Then, uh, we we'll talk will... about some more of these things. Okay, well, let's go ahead. What, what else we got? Well, here's the thing. I, I, we've been real geeky, so if the geeks are still with us, um, uh, you know, if some non-geeks are still with us, you can listen again. <clears throat> I'm going to speak English. And I do have a cold, so sorry for all the phlegm. Um, but I, I saw a great interview, actually, too, with Seth Godin this week on TechCrunch. And they were great because they, they asked some questions I never heard people ask them before. Specifically, uh, why do people follow you? Why are you so popular? <laughs> and I loved it. It was just a great question. And and the reason I want to bring it up on Business Tech Weekly is because I don't know if Seth Godin uses a PC or a Mac. I don't know if he has an iPhone. I don't know if he has a, a, a an Elgato dongle you know, for his video conversions. Uh, but he talks in this video, which we'll have a link to in the notes, and, and he basically says, I notice things. That's what makes me unique. I notice things that everyone else notices, and I write about them in such a way that helps people take action on them. And it reminded me that sometimes the tools are overrated. Here's a couple of things he says, Cliff, that I think um, made me think of you and made me think of some other people that we know. Um, one of the reasons for success, he says, get in early. He said he's been blogging for seven years. He wrote a book on the internet, 50, uh, about the internet 15 years ago. So he says, get in early and be consistent. So I'm picturing you in the corner of your basement doing a lost podcast, <laughs> you know? Um, and then he says, don't flit, meaning don't jump around in what you use and how you use it. Be consistent in your medium. And, and, and that, that kind of hurt me a little bit because I do think I flit sometimes. I, I jump from thing to thing because I, you know, that, that shiny thing in the corner. But I think it would be healthy for Business Life Weekly listeners to go check out those videos because as much as we talk about tools, the way you use the tools is what matters. And right. I think that was, a, that was a, great, a great video to speak to that because you know, he's not geekier than you and I, uh, but he knows his voice. And he says the way he knows his voice is because um, you know, he's, he's been saying things for so long. You know, he's, found his, he's found his voice. And so that's my encouragement to people is, you know, sometimes the tools are not nearly as important, and I would say they're not—they're rarely as important as what you're trying to say and to be consistent in that. Right. So that it was just—it was just a really good interview, and obviously, you know, he's one of my heroes, and um, I just—I thought it was a some good questions that our listeners would benefit from from listening to. That is awesome. Yeah, I, I like that advice, and you know, because that—that's very much for me. I, I find a tool that I like, and I stick with it for a very long period of time until, for some reason, until that until that product or service forces me to change my ways right if it ain't broke i ain't fixing it right you know and and of course that's the thing and when it's broken you try to fix it first exactly exactly (laughs) exactly but uh i do want to encourage you about the idea that you flit a little bit um you know because i'm sitting here thinking okay uh, you know you're the one who told me about high rise and 37 signals and stuff like that and i got signed on i'm like okay this thing isn't the greatest thing since sliced bread but I can see how I can make it work for me. And I, I signed on. I'm like, I definitely need something. This yeah. seems as good as any. And, and I found a way to make it work for me. And the things that it doesn't do I, or didn't offer, I found a way of making it do what I wanted it to do yeah. uh, within yeah. its limitations. And so I made an investment and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm using this. And now it's working for me. And by golly, I don't care if something shiny comes out. I am sticking with this. But then you went and switched. And of course, I give you a hard time. Just joking. Well, and here's the thing. I think you can measure. <clears throat> the question is, you know, when do you know if you're, and he used the word flitting. 
but how do you how do you know when you you're jumping too much and i think you only know after you only know when you have regret you know and i do i have some i wish i would have stayed on high rise longer to wait until they connected to Basecamp because I use Basecamp all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm managing some big projects now, like big in lots of ways, which I thank God for. But multiple people involved, multiple dollars involved. It's great, great stuff. So I need Basecamp, and 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 yet I'm not using Highrise, and so you know, there's a disconnect between those two tools. And you only know when you're jumping around too much when either. You're not moving forward. You're you're busy, but you're not moving forward. Mm-hmm. Or you just flat out have regret, and you're going, man, why don't I, why did I move that over? Like I don't think Batchbook is a bad system, a bad tool, but based on where my business is now and where I see it going forward, uh, and the things that I'm finding passion about, which is managing b- bigger projects uh, and including lots of people, Basecamp's going to be a part of that for a long time. I mean, I get my Basecamp bill, just like when you're going to get your bill for your hosting, and you're going to go, I happily pay this. Right. This is this is like, this is I love paying that bill. You know, I do. I love paying my base camp bill because it reminds me that I have big projects I'm managing and I have the right tool for it. Right. So that's my advice for people like me that do flit sometimes. Well, and that, I, uh, the other thing I was going to say about your flitting though is is that for the longest time, I mean, I know that you're managing big projects now, but for for a while, especially a while ago, you you had a little bit of a focus on helping people understand the different technology tools that were available out there for them. Mm-hmm. And and when that was your focus, it made a lot of sense for you to tr- try out and test new things. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, it didn't make yeah, sen- think- it didn't make sense for me to go and try an alternative to high rise because high rise worked for me, and my job isn't to help people find the right high rise program. Right. Does did that make sense? Give, did you just give me a valid excuse? Because I'll take it. Yeah, that's what I was giving you. You, fl- you flit away on the on the technology tools because, because I care. Because you, you're looking for all the different options that are out there. Me, I found that what worked for me, and and because that's not a big part of my business, is you know, let me help you write find the right CRM. It's like, you know, what works for me. At the same time, you know, I, I probably should be trying out more digital recorders since, you know, the, the Ederol really, I don't think it's being manufactured anymore, uh, the, at least the model that I have. But, uh, you know, it's, it's until, until this thing quits on me, I'm really not interested in switching. Yeah. Well, you, you're semi-loyal. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Sem- yeah. Uh, apparently, Flit is a... Um, I looked on Wikipedia. Flit is also an insecticide. So there you go. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, good to know. Uh, awesome. But not in this sense. But yeah, do watch that video. I think I think you'd be uh, encouraged by it as well. So hey, can I just say that if anybody wants to learn how to podcast, they should uh, check out um, you know the the program that I got going on in March. I'm I just I'm I'm glad you're making it so cheap, honestly. But. Um, it, it's literally one of those things like if you want to buy the digital products alone it's worth it <laughs> you know yeah it's it's like it's either you could call it a cheap digital product slash training program <laughs> exactly <laughs> you get I, I i think it is a, it, it's definitely a discount if you wanted all of my di- if you wanted every digital product that i have you get it but then you also get my full attention for an entire month <laughs> yeah you and and 19 other people that's so, worth something. Which, by the way, I'm, I'm already got six people signed up. I'm excited. I only, I'm only looking for 20. We started the, the official push for it uh, yesterday, so, uh, or actually two days ago. So I'm, I'm very excited to see the, uh, the turnout already. 
Yeah. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go to podcastanswerman.com slash A2Z. That's the letter or the letters T-O. So yeah. podcastanswerman.com slash A-T-O-Z. Otherwise, you if, if you guys are huge Andy Traub fans, Andy gets a gets a commission if uh, you go through the Andy Traub. Oh, just skip it. Just skip it. I want you to have the money. Right. So here's the deal, though. Uh, I was I made a, a testimonial video for you, sort of an endorsement for that. But I need to get a new dongle, although it won't sound good. So I gotta go. I gotta go buy that from Amazon. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I will upload it today. Nice. <laughs> I don't need more dongles. I'm not comfortable with that word, by the way. Dongle. I like the dongle word. I'm not. It's like a. It, it could. Well, it sounds like a muppet or a dirty word. I'm not sure. But. Uh, there's nothing wrong with your dongle. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, Cliff. That's end the show on that one. Uh, explicit put on our first podcast have you ever had an explicit podcast listing uh no i have nope. not all right i've, I I've had art i don't know if it got heated or something i, I had i had a live show that once was explicit <laughs> yeah yeah but uh I, I went in and edited that show heavily was a friend of ours on there that was a member of the community no no oh. no was... we, have, we have some potty mouth members of the community so no 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 all right, good. Alrighty, so uh, yeah. Anyway, that's going on. Um, by the way, check out gspn.tv/blog. We'll, our family's going to be blogging while we're on our trip on our cruise, and uh, we won't be here next week unless Andy wants to do a show next week. But uh, no, I don't. We we'll take a week off, so we'll be back in two weeks. Don't be a lobster, Cliff. I don't want you to come back and like have to sit in aloe for four days. Yeah, no doubt. I'm going to have to put, take my hat with me. Protect yourself, Caucasian. Exactly. That's how I roll, yo. <laughs> it is how you roll, my friend. All righty. Hey, folks, uh, when we are here and I'm not cruising, uh, we do release an episode every single week for free for this show and all of our other shows here at gspn.tv. As of January 2011, every episode of every podcast available to you for free. And we can only do that because of the generous support of our gspn.tv plus members. If you want to learn more, head over to gspn.tv slash plus, And we encourage you to join the community. 